Hello, and welcome to the Open Assembly Podcast. I'm your host, John Windsor, and in this episode, I spoke with Patrick Llewellyn, CEO and president of 99designs. 99designs is a global creative platform that makes it easy for designers and clients to work together to create designs they love. From clients who need custom design to designers who want quality projects, people around the world rely on the 99designs creative process to do amazing design. The company just recently launched two new products for corporate clients, 99designs Select and 99designs Studio. Both enable brands and marketers to leverage 99designs remote creative talent pool to enhance their in-house teams when they need it. Patrick has been steering the ship at 99designs for nearly a decade and has seen it all, including being a scrappy startup, securing venture capital, and now driving global growth. This was actually my first conversation with Patrick, and I enjoyed every minute of it, so I hope you do too. Hi, this is John Windsor, and I'm talking to Patrick Llewellyn from 99designs. How are you doing today? I'm good, mate. Yeah, great to connect. Yeah, really great to connect. To start off with our podcast, just tell us a little bit about you, where you came from, how you got the idea of 99designs. You guys have been around forever. Yeah, we have been around forever. And I think that's the, the fun part. We'll talk less about me and more about our founding story. And, and I think if you sort of go back in the Wayback Machine, we're talking about 2006 now, I think, probably even a little bit earlier. And, and so Mark Harbottle and Matt Mitrovich, the guys behind 99, started a, a company called SitePoint. And so SitePoint was a vibrant community of people learning about the web for the, you know, really it was still web 1.0, but it was a little bit, you know, more advanced than that. And so SitePoint had built a really vibrant community of designers and developers. And literally it was designers in a forum thread playing Photoshop tennis that created our first design contest model. And so they literally were doing this game for fun, fictional brief, fictional designs, using it as a way of giving feedback, exploring creativity. And then one of them has said, hey, I've got a a website client who needs a logo. You guys love seeing to do logos in this forum. Here's the brief. Send me your designs. If I pick one of you, I'll pay you. And so it was that organic. And so that began essentially the very beginning of what is our creative marketplace today. So it was organic. Very MVP, so at the beginning, and then the developers heard that the designer started using it as a way of sourcing design from each other. Then the developers heard about what was going on, and so they started coming into this forum thread. Eventually, the founders, why is the forum blowing up? Why is it so noisy? They get in, they look, and they're like, oh, okay. And so the first iteration of our business model was you know, charge $10 to list in this forum. And then they're like, well, that didn't kill it. Let's charge 20. And then that still didn't kill it. But the, so this organic behavior kept up. But people were like, well, hang on, if you're charging me $20 to list in the forum, how about you give me the, the basic marketplace mechanics? You know, we need to pay each other. We need copyright exchange. We need a way of being able to give feedback. And so the first MVP of 99designs was actually called SitePoint Marketplaces. And then 99 was spun out in February 2008. And so that's how it began. And so it's a classic, you know, lean startup story before that was even coined the phrase. And so it was a bootstrap startup for the first three years. I joined in September of 09. So I kind of came in 18 months. We're about eight people. And yeah, it's been an amazing ride since. And so, you know, today we're the most advanced creative platform out there. You know, we've obviously spent the last 12 years perfecting 
this process where so much more than design contests today is, you know, I think we'll explore. But yeah, it's, it, it's been really, really incredible and exciting to, to be a part of. And, you know, I was lucky enough to get in early. And I know that you know Jason Aiken, who was one of our very early team members. And so I joined Jason in San Francisco. And then, you know, we built a small team there and ended up raising some money. And yeah, it's been a really fun ride. That's so cool. I love founding stories that your users push you, right? It's not yeah. like you coming up with a strategy and trying to test it, but you actually go to the marketplace. I mean, I was telling that on a call today. And I think what interests me the most about being an entrepreneur is that I think the highest calling and the strategy that I've always wanted to follow as an entrepreneur is that you spend a lot of time identifying what wants to happen in culture, and then you just help it happen, right? Mm-hmm. And so to me, like your founding story is such a classic example of that. It's like, wow, this is really cool what's happening. And like, this kind of wants to happen. We're just going to kind of enable that to happen. Yeah, exactly. And I think, you know, one of our core values today is this notion of people helping people create their own success. And we think about that from, you know, a standpoint internally, like how can we help each other to be, you know, as successful as we want to be and like, and, and, and meet the aspirations of our team. But then obviously also the creatives and the customers that we're bringing together is that's all it's all about. That's the magic of the platform is how do I find that perfect match for me? And, and being able to do that at scale across the globe is something that we're really excited about. And that's been a core cultural thing. And if you think about the early days of even the forum, it was observation. It was looking and listening and hearing the feedback that we're getting from both sides of our marketplace before it was even a marketplace, and then taking that kernel and nurturing it. And one of the interesting things about bootstrapping means that, you know, you're not out there spending money on marketing or, you know, all you have is the community of customers, the the ability to attract those people primarily through word of mouth. So we sort of built very early on this like flicker around if we really care for the people who come to us and we care about the community who supplies them, then we've got something. And that sort of built the engine room, right, if you think about it. And so then we started to build and word of mouth grew and people would talk about the fact they had this amazing experience in 99 and we really rode that that wave. And so, you know, there's a lot of benefits to that. It certainly helped, you know, cement our early culture. You know, there's a lot of things we had to learn along the way, you know, like, all of it, you know, you kind of think, oh, that marketing thing's got to be super easy, right? You know, because, you know, we haven't done it, but you wait. When we start spending money to acquire customers, this thing's going to go crazy. And of course, once we started spending money to acquire customers, we're like, well, this is a lot harder than we thought, you know? <laughs> There's a lot to it. So I don't know if I recommend that necessarily to entrepreneurs going forward. I think it's important to actually bring some balance as early as you can into the way in which you build your business. But it certainly has helped us and it's given us these muscles that we can flex and it certainly brings us back to our core. And whenever we think about where we want to take our platform or our community, it's always in consultation, right? And it's, it's yeah. always, a, it is that notion of looking and learning and, and observing and then trying to think about how you can solve the problems of the future. Yeah, yeah, I love that because when you talk, the word that is evoked in my mind is authenticity, right? If you come from the culture, you're not trying to mandate anything from the outside. And so there's this kind of really deep trust and really deep transparency and you know, and trust being two-way, right? Like you trust mm-hmm. the community and the community trusts you and you just kind of are trying to do what's best for everybody, right? Remove the yeah. friction. I totally yeah. love that. Well, tell us a bit about the platform today. Like what's happening, where it's going. So, I mean, if we think about the platform today, you know, I think we've paid designers in 192 countries around the world. We, you know, regularly have customers from right across the globe. We've facilitated over a million transactions across the platform. 
So now we have a number of different ways you can work. There's design contest, which was that founding story we talked about. So that's still a, you know, a major part of uh, our platform. And then it's a great way for people to ideate. You know, it's like, I don't really know what I'm looking for. I want to get a number of opinions from folks. And so, you know, that's where you, you post a brief and designers submit their initial ideas. And then you select designers based on their idea. Or you can work directly with the designer through a project. We can either use our technology to match you with the right folks, or you can browse profiles. A lot of people end up building a small team of designers that they've worked with. They've either discovered through a design contest or, you know, love their work via their profiles on our site, and then, you know, can work with them directly. And so today, the work on our platforms split pretty evenly between those two mechanics. We've invested a lot over the last few years around curation. You know, every designer on 99designs has been hand vetted by the 99designs community. So today there's an application process to become a designer. And that's been a big evolution for us. You know, in the early days, it was anyone could come on. And we really embraced that from the outset because that was also a powerful thing around word of mouth. And we loved watching the stories of people evolve from not a lot of design talent to becoming well-paid designers on our platform. But, you know, as we've moved more and more up market, thought about the clients that we want to service, you know, quality and a certain level of professionalism has become a really important hallmark for us. And so we've really doubled down on the way in which we can help educate our community, what's expected of them. And now they have to actually apply and then we hand curate them and we've got you know, different levels of designers that, you know, we help tier to give them access to different levels of opportunity. Yeah, the marketplace has really, really evolved. One That's of the great. things that we've always been really good at is technology. And if you think back to the early days when it was us and Crowdspring and, right. and even when Victor and Spoils came out, like... You know, we built the Victor and Spoils logo on 99designs. That's right. You know, at Crowdspring, I don't think they'll admit it, but I think they got one of their first logos off the SitePoint Marketplace. And then they used that as their founding wow. story. Wow. That's <laughs> right. I love that. Right? I love that. And that was an interesting thing for us because we, you know, that was a bit confronting to see a US-based firm essentially rip off our idea and then raise VC and, you know, make a lot of noise in the marketplace. And we were like, oh, wow. Okay. But, you know, obviously one of the things that's been core to us is our ability to be really good at engineering and do things at exceptional scale. And so today we've created API layers to our design platform. And so, you know, now we partner with Squarespace, for example. So now we're running the Squarespace marketplace for them. So that's, you know, that was an amazing experience where we actually onboarded the Circle community onto our platform, the Squarespace. And now they use APIs to deliver a really rich marketplace experience on the Squarespace site. We're doing similar things with Square and a whole bunch of other partners out there who are, you know, really for us, it was like, how do we get to the point of inspiration? When people need creative help, we want to be there. And obviously, a lot of us platforms who have been out there, you know, Google is obviously a big, you know, the big ecosystem that we're always trying to find people because when I type in, I need design help. Right. We all want to be there, but Google controls that. And then we were like, if we wanted to be outside the Google ecosystem, then what are the things that we need to do? And so the API strategy has been a big part of that. It's like, let's go yeah. to where the work is. Let's bring hmm. the creative help that these platforms need because there is a lot of like these sort of DIY platforms out there where people still want the do it for me version, right? And, and, right. and whilst Squarespace is an amazing tool and we could all use it if we have time, a lot of us are time poor. And so we've been able to help solve that problem for them. And we're starting to work with many, many others, you know, leveraging our technology to do that. And at the same time, 
we've now started to think about what's that next evolution. And so we're musing about this earlier, but, you know, we've got these two new offers that we've brought to market to really help deal with sort of this push. You know, obviously COVID times has really brought the future of work to today. Sure. People are thinking about remote and how do we engage with remote teams. And so we've created two new offers. We've got Select, which is really for marketing teams that want to create a group of well-trained designers on brand guides who are just doing sort of everyday design. And then we have a studio product, which is creative director-led and much more like a full agency experience, but leveraging the power of our crowd so that you get the power of the ideation that can come from being able to reach, you know, designers all around the world. Mm-hmm. I love that, man. That's so great. Yeah. And it's cool to see you guys have that on your roadmap. What categories do you guys work in? Yeah, well, nearly everything today in the creative space. I mean, we're not, we haven't ventured too far into writing, but, you know, today you can do everything from, you know, obviously logos and websites and all of the iterations in between app design, illustrations, all of the social media assets. I mean, I think we've got a 90 something design categories on the platform today. Oh. We also do animation. So there's like variations within that group. We've still got more work to do. You know, we sort of see like the ultimate vision for us is to be able to help people fulfill everything that you think about sort of getting. When you think about a creative team, what are the elements? There's so many elements and we really still very much skewed the visual side mm. of that. That sort of anything you can source from a graphic designer is really key in our wheelhouse today. Cool. What's one good case study from your platform, you know, customer success story from an enterprise customer? Yeah, interesting. I mean, I think we're a little bit caught out on like, as you know, lots of enterprises, one of the things that we offer them is the ability to sign NDAs and and, and keep themselves pretty anonymous. But we've had lots of success with companies in a range of things. We've had Large financial institutions use us on a real regular basis as an internal design resource as they're spinning up new products in new places. Beverage companies, there's a bunch of stuff. I mean, the one that sort of visualized, I think, you know, there was, we did a beautiful job with, I think I can talk about this one, like, so with Jägermeister, where they sort of did a whole range of seasonal packaging on our site. That was an amazing creative sort of outcome and one that I know that they were, it resonated really, really well with them. But yeah. It's really stretched the gamut from we've seen amazing outdoor created on our platform, which, you know, we were very surprised about by, you know, big car brands. And then we've seen, you know, innovative animation projects for Hmm. national broadcasters. So there really has been a, a wide variety of work done on 99. In fact, it's almost limitless. The challenge for us is still like, how do we get that known? And yeah, yeah, for sure. That's why we're, we're talking today. And that's what you're passionate about trying to help solve, right? Because I think yeah, we've yeah. all been around the periphery. And for us at 99, like our core customer base is still very much the entrepreneur, right? Sure. If anyone starting something new comes, you know, we, we do a lot of logos. We've probably done more logos than anyone now in the space. And so we, we still do a lot of brand identity and, and the extension of that. But we see the evolution and the fact that we've invested so much in the quality of our community and the quality of our tooling, you know, the fact that we've had 12 years to just think about how do we solve doing creative work online between folks in different time zones, different languages, different countries. And so with that focus, it gives us a pretty rich tool set, right? And so now it's like, well, as we all start to think about that, and I think that's the thing that we're most excited about with Studio and Select is... We've explored with the periphery. We've always had lots of small agencies who've utilized our platform, right? Because it's a really great way for them to sort of do 
the work they're not necessarily experts in or, you know, I'm a marketing agency, so I don't really have a big design team. So I'll, I'll use 99 for the design elements. I'm a PR agency or, you know, we've had a lot of UX and software development shops who've used us for the UI design, you know, like they can sort of do all of the nuts and bolts and they'll take their Envision, you know, prototypes and then get 99 design designers to turn them into like sort of paint these really beautiful canvases for them from an interface perspective. And so we've seen all of those iterations, but now it's like, how do we bring it together and create an offer that makes it easy for these enterprise clients and, you know, yeah. larger marketing yeah. teams to come on board and actually embrace us? Yeah, I love that. It's super smart. So with the current disruption, with everything that's going on in the world, what are you seeing that's out there? What are you seeing change? I mean, I mean, well, you know, when the world stops, obviously <laughs> the world stops. And so we've seen some highs and lows this year for sure. Obviously, March, <laughs> the world stopped for a few weeks there. And, you know, and that certainly caused some anxiety right across the globe, obviously. And, and you know, when the borders shut down, because 99designs, because of our scale, our global scale, we have some consumer site characteristic. And so you can literally see when the whole world starts looking at the television and wondering what's going on, we see that immediately across our site. And so we saw a pretty significant impact to our business in, in, in March and April. And, and But since then, things have really started to roar back. And in fact, we're seeing really great growth over the last few months, as I think it is this like change in adoption. We've seen a big uptick in website design and, and web elements as more and more people are thinking about how do I get online or, you know, agencies workload is sort of switched. And our website design category is, is, is mostly agencies using us because you've got to be reasonably sophisticated today to, to engage with us because you're still only getting the graphical files that still needs to be turned into a working website. You know, we're obviously working with our partners like Squarespace and Square to bring a sort of more of a DIY version to the market so that we can have our designers build our small business customers' sites on a platform that they can then go maintain themselves. So we've seen that really grow. And then we've started to see marketers come back into the market today, you know, which is around, all right, well, we've sort of shaken through what was been a global shock for everyone. Budgets, you know, I think have been, we know have been significantly impacted. And so people are looking at different ways in which they can source new forms of creative. Yeah, that's great. And you guys are perfectly positioned for that. Yeah. So you talked a little bit about this earlier. Who's your core customer? Our core customer today is still very much freelance designers on the community side, like folks who want to be able to have the freedom to live wherever they want in the world, be masters of their own destiny, choose the work that they want to do. So we, we put a lot of the power into the creator's hands. You know, they only work on the things that they're passionate about. And then on the customer side, the core of the 99designs engine is helping entrepreneurs build their brand, get online, get access to the social content that they need to help promote their business. And the new section of the business is really around how do we help more and more enterprise and larger marketing teams with our new two offers, Studio and Select. And those are literally brand new and it's still very much MVP in a way. I mean, obviously, we've got this sophisticated platform that's ready and waiting. And we're able to put, you know, amazing sort of human talent on top of that with some great creative directors who are supporting our initial efforts on the studio front. And then obviously our team of support folks, we've got a, a, a team in Oakland, you know, everyone's working from their homes now, but, you know, we've got offices. Traditionally, we have offices in Oakland, Berlin and, and Australia. So we're able to cover sort of 24 by seven time zone 
we're actually in eight languages, so we can, you know, help you in, in whatever language you need. But those people who work at 99designs are passionate about design, passionate about supporting folks. A lot of them come to us with a design background. So <clears throat> we're sort of experimenting, leveraging them and supporting customers who perhaps aren't as used to being on the DYI, how do I engage with creatives and supporting them through that process. Yeah, I love that. That's very cool. So what would you say your biggest challenges? I mean, you've been around marketplaces for a long time, mate. You know what the challenge is. The challenge for us is always finding more demand for our segment and becoming aware. I mean, I think the supply side, we mostly have covered. Sometimes we find ourselves in new segments or new product segments, and we have to make sure that we've got the quality of the community to support that. But mostly the challenge is always about how do we keep finding more opportunities for our creative community? Right now, what is it, 8am in Australia, there's probably about 5,000 designers online right now ready to work, right? So our challenge always is like, well, how do we find them that opportunity, right? And how do we match them with the right opportunity? So we're still always investing in how can we do a better job of making sure the right creatives are getting to see the right opportunity. And then it's all about how do we find new ways to find people when they need creative help? And so that's Mm -hmm. been like every day, it's like, all right, it's the fundamentals at 99. There is our entrepreneurial customers that we need to go after. So that's the classic Google, SEM spend, deliver a great service, word of mouth, you know, sort of drive engine room type strategy. Then there's this, how do we get to the point of inspiration through our our API strategy? And so we're dealing with a lot of big, large partners right now and, and big, big platforms where we're saying, let us build either curated communities or specialist communities or take their community and put them on our platform and our technology so that we can help, you know, create opportunity that way. And then Studio and Select is all about how do we create something new that really meets the needs of marketers and larger organizations who need help with either everyday design or ideation at a a really high quality. That's great. That's really great. We talked about the platform roadmap. Mm -hmm. I'm going to go back to question number one. Like, Tell us a little (laughs) bit about you. Yeah, so you can tell how I love to talk about our story. and Exactly. I'm less interesting than obviously I would like to be. My background is diverse. I sort of came to life, you know, I'm, I'm the business guy at 99 a little bit. You know, my experience has been a little all over the shop. I uh, studied business at school, had a range of jobs, you know, leading up to school. And first job out was working in technology and in technology sales and dabbled in wine, planted wow. a vineyard with my own hands. You know, I've always had a bit of an affiliation for the good life even though the good life doesn't necessarily go with many dollars in the pocket, but it certainly goes with, you know, some, totally. some other things that really satisfy the soul. And so I did that for a little while and then spent 10 years in technology investment banking. And so yeah. really that's where I really grew a, a great appreciation and love for entrepreneurs. And typically we were a very small boutique firm and my daily engagement was with founders and entrepreneurs either trying to raise money or sell themselves or buy something to achieve the next level of scale or go public. And so that got me really sort of into the space. And then, you know, my love for 99 started. I've known Mark and not Matt initially. Matt actually just let me start without even meeting me in person. But Mark and I had met each other through a a friend of mine, Lenny Mayo, who was an angel investor in SightPoint way back in the day. And, And I was able to join 99 and fell in love, fell in love with the magic that happens with the creation between, you know, the community and the customer base. And, you know, really for me as CEO, 
and someone who's been, you know, there, you know, six to, you know, what are we now, 120 people around the world, a lot of my satisfaction comes from my team and, great, and seeing those people grow. You know what it's like. And we, we're, yeah. we're blessed at 99. Like, you know, we're 12 years old and this year alone, I think I've had three or four 10-year celebrations, wow, right? Like so folks great. who have been, been on that journey with us for a long, long time and, and have grown from, you know, relatively junior employees to see them grow and, and raise their own families and, and become these incredible professionals. Yeah, that's awesome. How many folks are at 99 Design now? Yeah, so we're about 120, like split sort of between uh, Oakland and Berlin and Melbourne. And then we have some contractors around the world as well. Mm-hmm. And they're all really great cities too. Like it's yeah, really for sure, good choice. <laughs> you know, you can sort of see there's a little bit of a thematic. If you come to Oakland, we can get you great food. It's culturally rich. Berlin, obviously, same totally. thing. I can get you good coffee, great food. Arts-based city. Melbourne is the arts and fashion capital of, of Australia. The best coffee in the world is here. So when you're ready, you can pick any of those locations, mate, and we can try and hook up. Awesome. Right now, I'd we're love all that. stuck at home, right? Exactly. Exactly. So for the last question, what would you say to a leader struggling with even getting started with the adoption of platforms like yours? Yeah, pick something small and come do it. You know, like I think, you know, we're ready and waiting. If there's anything at all that you're struggling to get done or you don't have resources for, then call us. If you're not ready to engage online, then we actually have people on the phone who can just help you right through that process. And, you know, we can do it. 24 by 7. And so part of that thing is just getting them started, right? So, you know, generally it's pick something relatively small and give it a go and see the magic that can come. And then I think once you get that first taste, as you know, we'll get you hooked. That's great. I love that. Let's end there. Hey, thanks a lot for being with us, Patrick, and really appreciate your insights and your passion around the product. And just the fact, you know, I'm really just in awe of how long you've been doing it and how much you've learned and that you're really focused on community first and, you know, learning with them. So thanks for yep. being with us. And hey, thanks we'll catch so up much. soon. Yeah, Bye. cheers.